In the year 1831, biologist Charles Darwin began a faithful journey on the HMS Beagle. On that journey, Darwin formulated the controversial theory of evolution which has impacted society down to this day. Our goal is to punch holes in that theory, so we'd like to welcome you to Sink the Beagle. Fire one, Captain! What a shot, Stan. You sent that timber sinking to the bottom. Yes, we did. Sinking to the bottom where a lot of wood goes and becomes something else, maybe, as we talk about that today, you think? I'm John Kerlinski. I am Stan Hudson. We want to welcome you to another episode of Sink, Sink the Beagle. Beagle, where we take lighthearted looks at the serious issues that involve evolution and creation. Yes, lighthearted and lightheaded and light. L-I-T-E. This is theology light. Lignite. <laughs> Lignite. Butamite. Butamite. We are going to talk today about an element, John. An element? Yes. What element? Well, you know, there's elements in the natural world. There's we gold. Helium. We talked about helium. That's an element. There's gold. There's silver. And there's another kind of element we want to talk about today. I think it's a fun element. It's called the element of unreality. The element of unreality. Hmm. Television? No, 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 no. The element of unreality is I think not about, television. I'm thinking about reality TV and how uh, unreal. It is, <laughs> yes. No, the element of unreality is okay. actually a phrase made by a, a man named Hollingsworth. Hollingsworth. Hollingsworth? Will you come here, my butler? It's like a butler, you know. Bring my slippers. Actually, Hollingsworth <laughs> is actually a scientist, okay. Stan, and he's a good scientist. And he said something is fishy, or not so much fishy, but something is kind of dark and dirty down there in the details okay. of a formation of another product of uh, geology, geologic processes. Okay, a dark and dirty uh, process, a dark and dirty element? Coal. Coal. He's okay. a coal man. He's a coal, coal man. man. Okay. <laughs> da, 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 da. He's a coal man. Anyway, no, what happens is that coal is a very big, troublesome thing for evolutionists. Well, now, it's for creationists originally thought because coal used to be considered good evidence of long age. Oh, yes, but... But but when they started to learn the process, they, it was assumed that coal took a long, long time to form. Well, I uh, in my on my honeymoon, John, we went to Ireland. Doesn't that sound fancy and oh, yes. everything? We yes, yes we you took tents. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, that was tents. a lot of fun. Yeah, we lived in tents. Yes, it's <laughs> Ireland. But anyway, while we were there, especially in Western uh, Ireland. We were in the the area that uh, the Connemara district where there's especially a lot of peat. Now peat, P-E-A-T, uh, kind of settles in bogs. It's very thick, very uh, dark, very rich stuff that is very heavy in, in vegetable matter. Organic moss, vegetation. Yes. Organic vegetation. And they literally cut this stuff up into bricks and and put it on rocks to dry it. And after a while, they can actually burn it. And it's sort of been thought that this is sort of like one step away from coal. Ah. Peat it, bogs. Well, what they originally thought was that these peat bogs, this organic material would collect yes. in a bog, in a thick mat, mm -hmm. and then it would be submerged by seawater. Mm -hmm. And then because on the, the thing is, the reason why they knew it was seawater is because on oh. top of the, all the seams of coal 
in the world are fossilized shells of fish, okay. shellfish, sea, sea marine life. Mm-hmm. And so they had to assume that these peat beds were covered by shellfish water at one right. time, and then dirt came on top of it. Serves up. Serves up. Dirt came. And then <laughs> over oh, and over time, the dirt kept accumulating, accumulating over long ages, mm-hmm. and then it would get to the temperatures and heats cooked. to form, cooked it, kind of Got bakes it. It be pressured and cooked. And it would take a certain while to shake and bake this stuff, and, you'd get mm-hmm. your, and depending on the thicknesses and stuff, you'd mm-hmm. get your three levels of coal, your three qualities of coal. Yes. There's the soft coal, and there's the anthrocyte the very hard Mm -hmm. the hard very rich and so on okay so coal used to be thought to have been produced over millions of years of these processes you're talking about a a marsh a bog becoming you know thick with this stuff and eventually the water and the covering is covering it of some sort you know zillions of years for each layer yeah the trouble is okay instead of just you'd expect one or two layers Mm -hmm. but there are areas of the world that have a few more layers than how, one or two. How many more than one or two? Well, let's ask our dearly beloved butler, Hollinsworth. Hollinsworth. <laughs> oh, Hollinsworth. Here's what Hollinsworth has to say on the coal formation. Okay. Now, it's a little technical here, so bear with me. We'll it try. says, in the case of the permocarboniferous, which means rocks, yes. of India, mm-hmm. the Barakar beds and the Demuda series overlying the Takhir boulder beds includes numerous coal seams. He's saying what we're finding is a bunch of coal seams in these okay. rocks. Yes. Some up to a hundred feet thick. Well, now that's a lot of that's peat. A, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of, of pe- 10 stories of peat thick. Okay, go on. Okay. Occurring in a well-developed and oft-repeated cycle of Sandstone, shale, coal. See, mm-hmm. above above the coal, they're finding fossilized things, and then they have sandstone and shale in that. Mm-hmm. Sandstone, shale, coal. Sandstone, shale, coal. Okay. That's the a order. Lot of the vegetation is considered to be of drift accumulation, which is basically saying that there wasn't really a peat bog there, but a lot of debris ah. drifted in, kind of just on the wind. Lots v- of leaves. Veggies, veggies floating. Floating and, veggies. But lots of them. Okay. Lots of them. Well, yeah. The concept feet of- thick. And then it says the concept of periodic epronogeny, which basically means laying down one on each other, upon okay. each other, yeah. uh, of origin. Succeeding, yeah, okay, Go Is a reasonable one, but more or less complete cessation of the clastic, that's derived rock particle, sedimentation of the lacustrine basin during the coal accumulation is difficult to account for, for a on a wholly diastrophic origin. In other words, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was great. Can you repeat that? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> no, so, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what they're saying is he hasn't figured out where all these rocks are coming from. It's easy to, yeah. it's easy to picture the organic drift of all the organic matter, but yeah. where do all these succeeding layers in that order layer after layer of after layer. rock come in? Mm-hmm. Why is it always sandstone shale coal? And you know, you could maybe picture it happening twice, two or three times in the evolutionary cycle. That's about all the time you have anyway. Uh But notice he says, as an explanation for the 50 to 60 cycles of the Demuda system, it has an 
element of unreality. Ah, there's that element. element of unreality. Okay. So, in other words, it takes a whole lot of faith to believe that one uh, layer has gone through this whole cycle, then we do it again, then we do it again, then again, then again, times 50 or 60. So, yeah. They, in other words, the core samples of this whole air, mm -hmm. these areas have mm -hmm. saying, that, you know, there is no way in evolutionary thinking that you could lay down such neat, mm -hmm. consistent layering in those orders over that much time. I mean, just time just does not allow for it. Mm -hmm. the, to think of the ecosystems to, to had to live somewhere near there, develop the amount of organic material to create, right. in some cases, 100-foot seams of yeah, coal. And then material that would come uh, via uh, ocean water, rock that would come and across and cover it. And the shells. And it would supposedly and dry off and, and start a whole other system of plant life. Oh, and, then, rocks, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then the more ocean and cowabunga, the Cirque right. coming up. Over and over and over again. Up and down continentals, bouncing almost like a basketball of a continent to submerge. What he is into, yeah, right. <laughs> what he is hinting at then that, John, uh, a, a major single event would be easier to explain this than the cycle over and over and over again of medium-sized events. What you probably have is, yes, drift, drifting vegetation in mats yeah. getting buried rapidly over time. What they have discovered, and here's the key, mm -hmm. they realize now it does not take a long time to produce coal. Oh. It takes unique conditions, not time. Now, what are the conditions that you need? High water. Obviously, you need the mat of organic matter. You need the water mm -hmm. burial, beginning of depth. Uh, decomposition. Then you need the quick covering by a rock or, or like I say, you Which know. Which is a lid and it covers lid it and cover holds it down, and, pressurizes and it. pressurizing it and cooking it. And there's got to be heat from below. And there's heat from below and they discovered that in those systems it can occur over a very short period of time. Months instead of thousands and millions and billions of years. Yep, under the right conditions. Okay. And so this began to let him think. And evolutionary scientists, old Hollingsworth, <laughs> oh, we love the old butler. The butler yes, did it. He's, he's the one that turned Darwin on his head. The butler did it. <laughs> the butler did. Stabbed old he's Charles a, in the back. He wasn't a he wasn't a butler. He was a scientist, an honest scientist who said there's an element of unreality here. In other words, yeah. under my system of thinking, Darwinianism or long ageism or four point five billion years of whatever we want to call mm -hmm. life on this earth. Yeah. And the development actually you gotta consider that's not just Four, you don't have 4.5 billion years. You have less than that for the development of life. The Earth is 4.5, yeah. but you have a much shorter time frame for all this to occur. And he says, it just does. It's unreal. It's unreal. This element is the element of unreality. So going back to the days of Charles Darwin in the 1800s, when people were beginning to associate long age with the Earth, the snapshot approach to coal was... Well, duh, there it is. That's, that's peat. That's a, that's from a bog. That's look at how deep it is. Look at how far down and many layers and everything. This is talking about millions of years. There it is. And that's, then that thinking has pretty much carried up until just recently. Yeah. Another, there was another glitch also, by the way, just that comes from coal. Okay. Another glitch. It's actually found in a Belgian deposit. There is a Belgian deposit. I forget the name of the place there in Belgium, but they had found, um, I think it was, I don't know, it was 1872, because you can go to the museum in Belgium and find it. But in 1872, they're digging in a coal bed, and they found 32 iguanarodons or whatever. They're kind of a dinosaur. Yeah, you uh, actually gave me a dinosaur bone of one of those critters. Oh, yeah. And they found 32 of those fossilized in coal. 
In coal. In coal, 32. It was like a mass burial of this specific, and these aren't really necessarily small little critters. No, these large. things, these things were as, almost as large as elephants. Not quite. No, not mm-hmm. elephants, but in between a hippo Car and an elephant. Yeah. Car size. Big hippo, small mm-hmm. elephant kind of size mm-hmm. of uh, reptiles in the coal, all fossilized together in a bed obviously transported in. Yeah, now you, that ma- that makes it interesting, doesn't it? Because sedimentary rock, you got to have water for that kind of. How can you cover these big things over millions and millions of years? They would have rotted and decayed away. They were stuck in the vegetation mass, which tells you everything was covered quickly and by water. And when it was covered quickly by water and got cooked, iguanodon fossil burgers. <laughs> it sounds like a flood may have had the real origins there. So again, here we have. One of the age-old arguments against the Bible, against creationism, namely the forming of coal supposedly takes forever to do. Instead, the best scientists now, the best science work today shows it to be supportive of a short age and a, a catastrophe. Age, or at least especially a catastrophe, a catastrophe and short periods of time. Uh-huh. And so you don't have to, you know, part of Sink the Beagle is saying you don't have, you're not a moron, you're not naive, you're not an Thank idiot, you. you're not a fool if you believe in the biblical account of creation and the flood. Scientifically, you're not a fool because it seems to be that if you ask the earth, the evidence ports to that the earth reveals a more accurate history as it's laid out in the Bible than it does the history in the science textbooks as our age, as our origins, as our times. Well, the Bible says that God is the owner of all these elements. I mean, it says the silver is mine and the gold is mine, says the Lord God of hosts. That's Haggai too. And, and you think he even owns the element of unreality? unreality? I don't think that element. I think that's a man-made one. He says, I I'll, give you, I'll give you the coal. <laughs> you can take the coal. It was because of the wickedness of man. That he made coal. <laughs> That's right. So gold and silver is God. The coal is man. <laughs> the coal is man. A lot of men might even be part of that coal. You never Ooh, know. Ooh, what a Ooh, thought. <laughs> what a thought. So we want to give you good information. I think good honest science. information, good science. We like science at Sink the Beagle. We just like good science properly understood through the our favorite book, and that is the Bible. And so we hope you'll tune in again for another wonderful episode of Sink, Sink the Beagle. Beagle. Thanks for listening to Sink the Beagle. If you have comments, questions, or requests for Dr. John or Dr. Stan, you can email them at hudaho at mindspring.com. That's hudaho, H-U-D-A-H-O, at mindspring.com. Be sure to listen in next time to Sink the Beagle. Join us here each week, my friends. You're sure to get a smile. From seven stranded castaways here on Gilligan's Island.